Ahoy! Welcome to Shipwrecks! Two best friends talking about our adventures and disasters. She's Stacy. And she's Rhiannon. Here, Here we, we go! go! Oh, you're wearing your new earrings! Yeah! Cute! I'm full of love. <laughs> I did it. You did it. Good job. All right. Good morning. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. We're drinking some coffee with peppermint mocha creamer that I I like so much that my parents went and got like five of them before they all got taken out from oh co-op. So I've just been having a lot of peppermint mocha. <laughs> You're just like... I'm like, mm, yeah. Gather it up. <laughs> so I might be quiet this episode slash let Rihanna do most of the talking because... I had dental surgery two days ago. <laughs> you sure did. I'm doing really good, but my gums are tender. Yeah. And I feel like I've got this weird restrained smile. <laughs> it's funny seeing you laugh because you la you don't usually laugh like closed mouth. No. And now you're like. Just <laughs> <laughs> suddenly become very English. <laughs> don't, don't, don't rip your stitches. That's no, okay. We're going to laugh too hard anyway. It'll be fine. We are, yeah. It'll be fine. So I remember the jar this time. Yes, we have the jar this time. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I remembered it instead of leaving it at my house. And the frame. <laughs> and the frame! So we have our shipwreck picture. Shout out to Sam for the art. Is this? No, that's yours. Let's see. All of Rhiannon's baking failed. Nah. <laughs> You're going to laugh too much. No, it's fine. I'm already laughing. It's okay. Okay. Where do you want to start? The first one? If you remember them in order, go for it. Uh, so the first one is what is affectionately called the blister cake. The blister cake. Um, <laughs> it started as just a chocolate cake. And I was like, you know what? That's boring. Um, I'm going to color it green. I'm going to color it green. And it took so much green coloring because it was a chocolate cake. And then it wasn't even green. It was like gray. Yeah. It was like a sickly green. Yeah. It was like <laughs> cadaver green. Like, yeah. Like ugh. dead flesh green. And then I was also like, you know what? what's good with chocolate? Marshmallows. So I just put marshmallows in it. And then in the process of baking, they floated to the top. As marshmallows, marshmallows do. <laughs> as marshmallows do, and then they um, expanded. They were huge. I checked on yeah. them, and I was like, oh, no. Your microwave to marshmallow? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> and then um, they collapsed and burned into... Crevices? No. That's craters. Like craters. Craters, yeah. <laughs> Crevices. Crevices, which Crevices. isn't even a word. No. Crevices. Crevices, thank you. I'm blaming my stitches in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Your vowels are much more open because... Mm -hmm. Yes. That's yeah. Why. That's why. <laughs> um, and then I tried to make chocolate icing, and then I didn't make enough, so it really just went on as kind of like... A, a weird spread. Yeah. Just well, like... and I'm pretty sure you did it while the cake was still hot, too. Oh, absolutely I did so it while I the cake was still hot. melted into all it those... It looks horrible. Crafts. <laughs> It went into all the crevices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was um, beautiful. Yeah. It was it was gross. Um, did not. I mean, my brother ate it. Yeah. So was it wasn't say, it was I, edible. I don't recall tasting it. No. I, nobody ate it but my brother. But he said it was good. I was like, all right, it looks. He was also a teenage boy, though. Yeah, and I feel like like a garbreeder teenage boy, and he just would have eaten anything, honestly. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, that was a good one. That was a good one. The peanut butter cookies that I put oh, honey in. Oh God, yeah. Because you're like, you know, it goes great with peanut butter, honey. Mm. Which I feel is <laughs> a pretty logical. I mean, you're not wrong. No. But when it comes to baking, honey, it's like a liquid sugar. Yeah. And if you add too much liquid. <laughs> It, it doesn't solidify. It never solidified. <laughs> you could hold them in your hand and tilt it, and they would slowly start to move. Just remind me of science class when they're teaching you about, like, uh... Viscosity? Yeah. 
It would have been a great science lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been a science teacher. Should have. Mm. It's too late now. The pizza, though. That one's still burnt in my mind. I love that one. I don't even know how that happened. I think, honestly, Trevor and I have had so many discussions about it, it's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> you're just, like, on a Tuesday night, and you're like, remember that time Rana made pizza? What if? <laughs> this is what happened. Um, yeah, so I remember, I remember you sending me a photo of this pizza, and it was, like, I think you had two in the oven. And the one on the top rack had just, like, the outside hadn't really burnt. It was quite crisp, but I think it would have been okay. But the inside had completely melted through the grates yeah. of the oven onto yeah. the pizza below. And my theory <laughs> is that you put them in and then turned the oven on instead of letting the oven get hot. And so it all just melted as the oven heated up. Maybe. But it's weird because the bottom pizza didn't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And like <laughs> the one thing I do know about cooking is you preheat the oven. Fair. But did so... you know it then? I did. Okay, I was like okay. 20. <laughs> I was like 20. I was house sitting for somebody. Um, and I just threw in a couple of. Just had to do a major deep clean on their oven. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, I don't know what it is about me and baking specifically. Mm-hmm. It's always a problem. Something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Like <gasps> those scones. The scones were good. Oh. So, were, was that the buttermilk thing? Yeah. So I texted her. I was halfway through <laughs> making these scones, and I'm like, "Hey, I need buttermilk for these scones, but I don't have any. Could I combine butter and milk to make <laughs> buttermilk?" And I was like, "Don't do anything. I will be there in ten minutes." Because <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought I was like. It's buttermilk. I know. And at this time, I'm pretty sure I had just finished or was just finishing my diploma course for baking and pastry. Yeah. 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 So I was like, (laughs) you know who I'm going to call? You know who knows? It's (laughs) Stacy. And she was like, don't touch anything. Don't mix anything together. Just leave it. I'm coming over. I'll be there. Hold on. Honestly, too, thinking back on that too, and being like, I'll be there in like 10 minutes and, and how close we live together, even now still, Yeah. that I've moved out of my parents, I'm not, I just kind of moved the same distance away from you in the opposite direction. On the other side, yeah. And I'm like, how did we not once run into each other as kids? I don't know. Because we went to different elementary schools. Yeah. Um, we hang out in the same areas and played in some of the same parks. And then yeah. I walked past your house Every day for junior high. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I went to junior high at a different junior high, though. Yeah. Like, I went to... I um, to your neighborhood. Yeah. Twice a day. Every day for three years. I was gone. I was uh, I was at a charter school. Mm, yeah. Forgot about that. Which was great, but ruined my education. Yeah. Because it was, it was like an arts school. It was arts-based. So your required courses were arts courses. And then your options were the things like math, science. (laughs) We'll teach you the basics, but you know whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So when I got to high school and they were like, okay, so everybody knows their multiplication tables. And I was like, yes, the multiplication tables. You should have known that from elementary. (laughs) I'm a slow learner with math. I never learned on multiplication tables. I still... That's true. I have an easier time dividing things into than multiplying things into. But, I mean, you did a good job. I'm sure you tried really hard. But we were in, like, the, not the advanced math class together, but the yeah pure pure math. Mm. (laughs) That was my mother's requirement for my education. She was like, if you're going to graduate, you have to take pure math. Because then you won't need to upgrade in university ever. And I was like... I hated it at the time, but it was very useful. Very good advice. Yeah. Because I've never had to take another math class. And I mean, I feel like you would have done well on your own. Because I know you ended up getting, I don't know if you got a tutor or if you just had someone help you at the end of the year. Well, so the teacher 
I was failing the class because I was pretty were much not, never, never in the there. class. Um, <laughs> it's so not the, because you're not smart because you just didn't attend. Yeah. And the teacher, um, she called me over one day and she was like, you know, you're never going to amount to anything. Mm. Yeah, you're failing this. Teacher. You're failing this course. You're going to be a failure forever. Yeah. So I, obviously one math class in high school predicts the rest of your life. Yeah, totally. And I was enraged and it takes a lot for me to get really mad, but I got so mad. I came home and I told my mom and I was like, I need a tutor. And mm-hmm. uh, this with this tutor, I got like 80 or 90 on the diploma. Part of me always thought that she was doing like reverse psychology on you until she was totally shocked and annoyed that you yeah. passed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I ended up with like 50 two or 54 like I barely passed just enough. just enough and I remember like right before summer break I went into her class and I was like I brought my diploma results and I was like I got like 80 or 90 percent on this diploma exam um and I would like an apology and she was like absolutely not like you just told me I would amount to nothing yeah. you're a horrible human being and I proved you wrong <laughs> And you're still just a stubborn, horrible human being as an adult. As an adult to a 17-year-old. Yeah. What Whatever. a miserable person. Whatever. You're not bitter about it at all. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'll see her again. <laughs> we all know where. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> hmm, what else is in this jar? <laughs> How's your lip feeling? Pretty good. I good. did take um, a T3. Oh, good. Before coming over. You were like, I'm going to laugh and talk way too way much. Way too much. So we're just going to prep I don't, for that. I don't think this was part of your doctor's like preferred healing schedule for you. Well, <laughs> he didn't say no podcast. <laughs> 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 he didn't even say no excessive talking. Oh, okay. So maybe it's good for it. Like it's like exercise for it. (laughs) Maybe, maybe (laughs) it's like 10 in the morning and I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot we were going to do this today. So when you texted, I was still in bed and you were like, Hey, I'm going to be on my way over. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Just setting things up. Just getting absolutely ready. (laughs) I slept in this shirt last night. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, this is last night's makeup from d and I'm like, how is it not so wrinkly? I'm like, well, my shirts aren't too wrinkly when I wake up. Yeah. Mine are covering cat hair. Yeah. You do have that disadvantage. Fluffy, fluffy boy. He's so cute. He's so cute. And I made the mistake of wearing all black today. I did um, roll myself a lot before I left the house. Your next cat should be a black cat. It doesn't matter. It still shows up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was going to wear that sweatshirt today, too. Nice. We could have matched. Yeah, we do have, for those that aren't watching the clips or anything, we have uh, matching sweaters that we bought. Yeah. That say, uh, everyone loves someone who had an abortion. Yeah. And buying the sweaters donated to uh, the network of of abortion funds of America. Yeah. Because we figured with all the shit happening down south. Yeah. You know. We could help a little. A little. And it's a nice message, I think. Yeah. You know, it's not really like saying one way or another, do whatever you want, but just be kind to those that have had this procedure, have gone through this, because they're people. (laughs) They're human beings. They're not demons. Mm -hmm. We'll get into it on another. (laughs) What's that? Yours is the nicest things to say about each other. Aw. You are the sweet one. Aw. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just remember you being like, mine are all going to be like, Stacy's my best friend in the jar. And I'm going to be like, remember that time you fucked up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Uh, The nicest thing I can say about you is you are so fiercely loyal. Like, I know, I know we've talked about this, but like when, when we're having a fight, and somebody's like, why do you even hang out with Rhiannon anymore? And you're like, she's my best friend. Like, it's 180. Um, I will wreck you. And you're like that with everybody that you care about. Like, mm-hmm. you commit 
to the people that you care about who treat you well. Aww. And it's so... I can't even look at you because I'm going to start crying. <laughs> uh, it's like... Look at me. It's so, like, 100% right from the time that you're like, this is my friend. It just switches. This is my person. Yeah. Aw, thanks. Yeah. I'm going to cry. No, no cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, the nicest thing I could say about you is probably you're, like, the most understanding person I've ever met. I know that I can tell you anything at any moment about any subject or any person and there is no judgment there is no hate if I have a secret you are the person I go to (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like anything I've gone through in my life since we've met I know I can come to you and talk to you about it yeah and even if it's like a taboo thing in society at the moment or just like overall subjects that maybe you don't talk about you never make me feel self-conscious for bringing it up. Aw. So I really appreciate that. Aw. Now I'm going to cry. I really appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Hugs. Hugs. I think I got (laughs) microphone in my coffee, but it's fine. Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) All the viewers and listeners at home can have their own coffee. Yeah. Already. Hopefully that's a good one. Mm. Oh, it's two. <laughs> okay. Okay. All the ways Rhiannon has injured herself. We've mm. covered this. Oh, we have covered this. Because you're a disaster. So many times. So many ways. <laughs> All the times Rhiannon got way too drunk in Europe. <laughs> Stacy's my best friend. <laughs> one that stands out to me that I got too drunk the, near the beginning hey? yeah, yeah like our first night I think you learned I did yeah um, <laughs> so the context to this is we originally booked this hostel oh, in yeah. Woolwich and we were on the train to this hostel in Woolwich in London and this guy comes up and he's like hey you all seem like nice tourist girls with our giant backpacks yeah. on like obviously yeah. he's like why are you headed in this direction and at first i was super worried i was like you guys don't talk to him like just some random dude coming up to us we don't know him yeah thank god he talked to us thank god because thank god he was so nice i wish i asked for his name <laughs> he was so nice uh and he was like why are you going in this direction and we're like oh we're going to our hostel and he's like why in what area <laughs> And we were like, Woolwich. And he was like, okay, I'm in the army and I'm going to come with you. Mm -hmm. That like kind of freaked me out at the beginning because I was like, why is he coming with us? Like, why is he approaching a home to tourists and then being like, I'm going to come with you to see where your hostel is. Yeah. (laughs) But also we were kind of like, we're super lost. (laughs) Yeah. And we're out in public, so why not let this person give us directions? Yeah. So he walked with us to... The scariest hostel I've ever seen. I mean, like, honestly, we probably wouldn't even have found it without him. Because no. it just was like a random door yeah. in a building. Yeah. No security, no locks, no signs. Yeah. Like. And he was just like, okay, I guess you're here. Yeah. Bye. But he, he did. He was really nice. He, like, warned us, like, that it's not a nice area. Yeah. That it's not going to be a secure hostel. That lots of crime happens there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. I feel like this is your opportunity to get it out again about that comment on online about the hostel. Oh, (laughs) yeah. We shouldn't stay here. And I'm like, it's not that bad. Yeah. The comment online was like, I'm from the south side of L.A. Yeah. And this wasn't that bad. There were no gunshots in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, guys, I don't think we should stay here. And you were like, it'll be fine. It's the cheapest hostel in London. It'll be great. It'll be great. Uh, so we get there and nothing locks. Um, no. Nothing's like, clean. The whole building is still in repair. Like, there are lots of spots that don't have drywall. You just yeah. see right through to the studs. 
everything's being like painted yeah which like whatever you're renovating but just like combined with everything else it was bad and like if you know about me you know about the anxiety loophole i have anxiety until there's a crisis mm. if there's a crisis and other people are freaking out i am calm i'm cool i'm collected so we locked up our bags there and we went oh but you don't get to tell him about like the guy that locked up our bags he had been there like over 24 hours yeah he said his boss hadn't replaced him and no one had come in so we hadn't been able to leave yet because yeah. nothing locks yeah and he smelled so bad he smelled so bad and i felt terrible for him because like obviously you don't want to lose your job but you can't be there that long no and i seriously needed to use the washroom because we had like just gotten off a plane left the airport gotten yeah. on the train and he's like yeah sure like um you guys can lock your bags in the office here with me and i'll take you up to the washroom so it was like a three-story hostel yeah and the women's washroom was on the very top floor yeah yeah one washroom one woman's washroom for this entire building it had <laughs> two stalls and two showers the showers of which had clear glass yeah. doors, which I'm like, okay, not my favorite, but it is the girls' yeah. bathroom, whatever. But in the process of him taking us up there, there was no toilet paper. He had to run and get me toilet paper. I'm like, what have all the girls been doing this meantime? Yeah. And then... Um, Just drip dry. Right? <laughs> and then he came back up and he's like, yeah, so you have to get the key from the office to unlock the washroom and then bring it back down so i'm like oh so in the middle of the night if i need to go to the bathroom i have to go down to the main lobby get the key down three floors go all the way upstairs go pee come all the way back down and he's like yeah and because of that reason most people don't lock it oh so everybody just uses it we we love that i'm like cool 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 (laughs) so i could be having a shower in here and just anybody come in sick love that great so so we all decided immediately we weren't staying here. Yeah. <laughs> so we gathered up and we went to like the one nice cafe in the area. It like honestly there was like a um a little like park and this oh, yeah. huge walkway that you cross out of that area into the area where we went to sit at a the restaurant. The neighboring area. Yeah. And we got to this nice restaurant and we're sitting there and Janessa and Stacy are freaking out and mm. I'm locked down. I'm like we we got to find somewhere else to stay. What are we going to do? Because we, like, I had a phone, but it wasn't connected yet. Yeah, no, none of us could call anywhere or use our phones for anything in the country. So the waitress saw that we were freaking out. Mm -hmm. And she is such a sweetie. Shout out to her. I love her so much. She came up and she was like, hey, what's the problem? So we tell her everything. And she goes, my phone is working. I'll help you find another hostel that works tonight. Mm -hmm. Um... You, we should really look at St. Christopher's Hostels, yeah. which is more pricey, but at that point, we were just like, I just... I cannot stay here. I cannot stay here. So, because um, it just felt so unsafe. Seriously. Not to mention that lady that came out of her room while we were in there, too, into the hallway, still in her nightgown. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she was just, like, speaking another language, but she seemed pretty frantic. Yeah, that that scared me. (laughs) Yeah, and like it seemed so unsafe and so unclean, and we were just really freaked out for like our very first hostel. And there was nowhere to lock our bags in the rooms. No. Like you just left your bag in your room with like 20 strangers. Yeah. And we were supposed to be there for like four nights? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So this waitress let us use her phone, and we got a reservation, like the last three beds at St. Christopher's. Which like... I don't even know what word to use for that. A miracle? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that? Um, <laughs> so then we went back and we were like, hey, we're not staying here. And he was like, you'll lose your deposit. And we're like, whatever. Whatever. Deuces. Uh, Give us our bags. We're out. <laughs> yeah. And what was the deposit anyway? $10. <laughs> yeah. Like, 10 pounds probably. 10 but pounds, whatever. Yeah, keep it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I'm not staying here. I'm going to die in this place and that's not happening. <laughs> and then we got to St. Christopher's and St. Christopher's was over a bar and oh so much cleaner so much so cleaner nicer. so much Locks. safer boxes that our suitcases got into and we got there and mm-hmm. we set up and i was so relieved mm-hmm. and then all of the anxiety started <laughs> and you guys relaxed because you had already had your anxiety and i was so anxious that i went to 
the bar and I was clearly like freaked out and the bartender just kept giving me drinks yeah well also too like we sat together and we had a lot of drinks and we had big drinks and yeah. then like and then you... and I feel like their drinks are stronger like their pores are a little heavier maybe maybe <laughs> you also liked to do this thing mostly when you were younger not so much now yeah where you would get a few drinks in you feel super confident yeah and make 10,000 friends Yes. You still make 10,000 friends. I do. But you stick with us. Yes. <laughs> then, though, you didn't. No, you I made... was a runaway. You were a runaway. And I don't know how many times I came after you or looked around the bar. And then eventually, I think it was some guy that we, like, him and his buddy, they were in the same room as us. And we went on a couple, like, day trips with them after this. Yeah. And But, like, at the time, I didn't know he was a good person. Yeah. And you would get drunk and he was drunk. And then... I'd come back from the bathroom and you weren't at our table anymore. Yeah. And I'd find you on the other side of the bar with him having more drinks. Yeah. When we were already like, you can't have any more drinks. Yeah. You're gone. You need to have pop. You need to have water. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, your friends are just party poopers. Come on over with me. Not a good person thing to do. Don't do that. No, you don't know this person. (laughs) Like, you don't know this person. She's, what, 24 and clearly a tourist mm-hmm. and maybe not used to the level of drinking that is present in other cultures. Yeah. And you got trashed. I was beyond trashed. Oh, my God. I was in a hostile bathroom throwing up all <laughs> night. Which was super fun for Janessa and I the first night, I know. Too. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I just remember sitting in the stall with you holding your hair back and Janessa getting like a glass of water and we're the communal washroom like yeah. the showers were separate but it just was co-ed. the washroom and some guy <laughs> came in saw us and was like oh I'm so sorry and like went to leave and I was like nope this is the washroom come on in <laughs> we're gonna be here probably all night <laughs> so yeah. if you gotta go <laughs> yeah and then the next day was shot for me too you guys yeah. went to see the um the rose line mm-hmm. and a couple other things that were pretty cool things but I was so sick and like we left you with a bucket yeah and on the water couch and Advil yeah and it was terrifying so we we got you all set up you're okay you passed out um but you were locked inside the hostel so we're like it's a safe place everyone that works here is really friendly and yeah whatever it's not the first time that they've had some drunk girl pass out on pass out on the couch and like it wasn't even like the public part of the bar like it was locked you were in the hostel the only people that could come into that space were yeah people who were also staying there so we're like okay we left for the morning went and saw the rose line came back to check on you around lunchtime and i had a manic like mini panic attack because you had thrown up yeah and it was like Same as me almost last yeah. time. It was like neon green. Yeah, because it was an Advil liquid gel. So it was yeah. that kind of like teal. But I didn't realize at first. I'm like, why are you throwing up green? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, because yeah, you've had Advil liquid gels and nothing else. Yeah. Those I... taste real bad on the way up, by the way. I bet. Yeah. I think we brought you food. Yeah. I think it was mostly liquids mm-hmm. from what I re- remember. Um, and I was like, maybe she'll feel better at lunchtime to come out with us the rest of the day. No. No. <laughs> um, and that was, I think that was the only time I got really, really drunk on our big trip because mm. I felt so terrible that you guys were taking care of me our first night. And um, and you missed out on those and things. And I missed out on those day. things. Um, so for the rest of the trip, I was pretty tame. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us got really sloshed after that. Well, I think you had one night that you got pretty drunk in Ireland, well, the first pub that we went to. Yes. Because we ordered, we're like, we're in Ireland, we're going to order Guinness. Yeah. And like... I was not ready. No. No. <laughs> I wasn't ready for Irish Guinness. It wasn't... I, I don't think I'd ever I had I remember dancing any... with a guy that didn't speak English. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever had any Guinness before, ever. No. And I mean, I was like 23. I think you were 22. Yeah, because the Guinness here is gross. I mean, I'm not a huge fan... I know, I know. Bee's gonna fight you. I, she doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> Her Irish pride will. But I mean, like, I like foodie, girly drinks. 
I like drinks that don't taste like alcohol. Yeah. So a whole pint of Guinness. Yeah. And it's heavy. It's like bread. It basically is food. And it's like, I mean, here, I think you can get like a a half pint. Yeah. Like you can get a glass. Like a glass. But in Ireland. No. No. You get the whole thing. Yeah. I couldn't, like, it was so much liquid, I could not consume it. Yeah. It took me so long to drink it. <laughs> yeah. Was there, the one night that I think maybe we got a little, a little crazy, was um at the Edinburgh Tattoo when we had the whiskey tasting. Oh, yeah. And I remember finishing, like, all of Janessa's, because she yeah. took a sip of them all. And she was like, I don't like whiskey. And then I would just finish them. Yeah. For <laughs> and I drank all of mine, and you drank all of yours, and most of Janessa's. I had a few of Janessa's because you, you were like, I, I cannot keep have... drinking all of them. And like, it was ridiculous because this whiskey tasting for the Edinburgh tattoo was full of people that this was clearly something on their bucket list, and they were like 85 and wealthy. Dressed to the nine. And we were like, at the time, university students. I wore jeans. Yeah, I walked in there. We wore sneakers, and there was a lady in, like, a fur coat, and I was like, oh. And, like, her grandmother's pearls, all the men were in suits. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I, I just remember we had hiked up the hill to the castle. We were sweating. We were sweaty and disgusting. And like, then, I bet these people have been dropped off in limos. Yeah, and then we got there, and everybody's having, like, a sip of their whiskey, and they're like, hmm, yes, nice, and then they put it down, and we're like, we paid for this. We paid for this. Uh, so I'm drinking all of the whiskey. So I ended up having like five or six shots of whiskey. You had like eight, maybe ten shots of whiskey. Yeah. Um, With like the fancy dinner that we signed up for as well. Which little is tiny just, little portions. Yeah. Here's like a mousse that reminds you of salmon. Yeah. <laughs> Not actual salmon. No. And like... <laughs> I just remember we were seated because we got seats with our whiskey tasting. Mm-hmm. So we got seats and we're sitting there with all of these very fancy people watching this military show. Show. And we're like, woo! Yeah! Gone. Three sheets to the wind. Yeah. <laughs> and we were terrified when we booked it too because we were stupid <laughs> and didn't consider that, like, if you book one seat, you cannot do that if it leaves one empty seat yeah. beside it and then a row or something. Yeah. And we were like, okay, well, they're expensive. We're going to do it one at a time. And we should have just booked them together. Yeah. And we only ended up getting two seats side by side. And then the ones right behind right us right behind us were the only ones that weren't sold out. Yeah. So thankfully we called and like the lady at the help desk, which picked up because I was worried about the time change. Yes. She picked up and helped us and sorted it out because it was you, me, and Janessa. And then she got Janessa the seat directly behind us. Yes. So we were still sitting together. But yeah. we we were going to book three in a row together. Yeah. And then you booked yours, I booked mine, and then the seat beside me sold up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. We're like, what the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> so, I mean, thankfully it all worked out. And then we knew from the rest of that trip, because that was nearish the beginning, I yeah. think, that we just, one person would book Three things. Three things together, and then we would just sort the money out ourselves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone else is planning on doing a really big trip yeah. with their friends, just keep that in mind. If you're a trio going on a trip, just book them all at once. Together. Together. On one person's card or whatever. And then sort out the payment afterwards. Yeah. Keep track of who's paid for what. Mm-hmm. Sort it out. Who has to pay back what. Yeah. And I would say just be... just. Do the money exchanges. Like, if you're like, I owe you 100 but you owe me 200 just send it and just sort yeah. it out. Like, don't, don't try be... to, like, be like, okay, well, you owe me 200 and I owe you 100 so then you only owe me 100 Don't do that. Don't do that. Just send the 100 <laughs> send the 200 Just, oh, it's so much easier. It was so much. I mean, a short trip, maybe, but we went for almost six weeks. Yeah. And... I mean, thankfully, Janessa is a smart gal, and she made an Excel spreadsheet, which yes. was way more effort than either of us were willing to put in. Yeah. Um, but, but she's, I'm like, she's so much smarter. Than... I think she just has the patience and yeah. takes the time yeah. to sort it out. 
whereas <laughs> you and I are like, <laughs> and like whatever will be will be. Yeah, the funny thing is with you and me, like we would be likely just to be like, oh, I'll just get this, and you'll get the next, the next thing. thing. Yeah, but that can eat away at your friendship because in your mind, you go. The things that I've gotten have been four times as expensive as the things that you've gotten. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we did that, like, arrangement for the trip. Yeah. Because I remember, like, a couple weeks before we booked everything and the plane tickets, you came to me in a panic, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to afford this. Yeah. Like, I would have been able to get the plane tickets and the hostels. I would have been able to be there, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't have been able to do anything. Yeah. And I was like, no way have we just spent a year and a half planning this huge trip only for you to not be able to go. Yeah. So I'm like, I have the money. I will pay for these things for you because yeah. I want you to be there. Yeah. But that was, yeah, it's not like, a, oh, I bought coffee. So next time you buy coffee. Yeah. That was like, a I spent a good portion of money yeah. <laughs> that I would eventually like back. Yeah. Which is absolutely fair. Yeah. Um, and it was just nice because it was like, I know that you will pay me back. Yeah. It's not like when you go on a trip with a friend or borrow money and then you never see it again. Yeah. And they're just gone. And they're just gone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Um, But I would say definitely do a big trip with your friends. Like, Oh, 100%. It's so worth it. It's such a highlight. Like, there were times that we were getting a little snippy with each other. Although, my favorite thing. So, on the trip, Janessa's kind of very type A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she forgot her wallet. Oh, yeah. I forgot so about that. She wanted to go see the Magna Carta. So we took the bus to the Magna Carta, saw it and everything. And then we get back to where we're going. And she's rushing us. And she's like, we have to get to this next thing. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, oh, my God, I forgot my wallet on the bus. Yeah. On the way there. Yeah. So we had to wait for the bus to circle, to circle around. And we just we just sat there. We didn't say anything. We just, <laughs> and she was just like, I'm so sorry. Like, we're going to miss this next thing. And we were just like, it's fine. I don't think either of us wanted to go to the next thing. No, but it was, it just felt good at that time. To second. relax. To just sit, <laughs> just sit for a second, watch the buses. Yeah. I'd say that's the thing. If you ever plan a big trip with your friends, schedule rest days. Yes. Schedule days where you guys do things without each other. Yes. Because we didn't. And that was a big mistake. Yeah, because we came back and we were like, I'm not going to talk to you for like two to three months. Yeah, I'm just out. <laughs> All right, jar time. Your turn, my turn. Uh, I just did one. This is a you. This one is a you one. Come here. Oh. <laughs> Stace is my best friend. <laughs> Ooh, things we'll never drink again or eat. Ooh. Watermelon vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was my first real hangover watermelon vodka that was college and we had uh i went to a silent disco oh i love silent disco so i want to go to one so much fun and uh we pre-drank obviously obviously and i wanted to walk across campus while i did it so i put watermelon vodka and Sprite in a water bottle. Which sounds delicious. Yeah, but I just did not put enough Sprite oh, in yeah. comparison to watermelon vodka. Um, so I was already way more than wasted when I oh, got there. Oh, no. And then um, it's like a college campus. So they've got deals for, like, students and stuff, which I didn't really consider because I was already drunk. Yeah. And like I two for one was or... getting, yeah, doubles instead of singles Yeah, all night. Um, and that is the first and thankfully only time I have ever been blackout drunk. Yeah. I literally would be sitting at a table with my friends, feel like I blinked, and I would be across the bar on the dance floor with a stranger. Mm. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um, and thankfully at one point in time, I opened my eyes, saw my friend, clung to my friend so hard. Yeah. And was like, I need to go home. Yeah. Um, and they did take me home. And I remember <laughs> them getting me into my room because I was staying in res on campus. And my roommate, Lindsay, was in there with me. 
and my bed is like the beds there are so tall. Yes. I had to have a stool yeah. to climb into the bed in college. And you're like an average sized human. I'm an average sized human. Like I'm maybe on the short end of average, but I'm in the average but range. This, this bed was literally like four or five feet off the ground. Yeah. And I get it because then like more storage underneath. Yeah. But I gotta get into it. <laughs> and so. they didn't give you a ladder or anything. No. Um, and so she got me to the bed, she took my dress off. And I just remember turning to her and being like, I don't feel so good. Oh, no. And thankfully, she has the best intuition of anyone I met. <laughs> and grabbed my garbage bin so fast. Yeah. And I just spent the whole night getting sick. And I maybe slept three hours. Yeah. And then I was like, I got to get it for class because it's Friday and this class happens once a month. And if I miss it, I will miss a month's worth of work. Oh, no. And so I was like, you know what? Just have a shower. <laughs> Just have a shower and you'll feel so much better. No. No. I did not. No. <laughs> but I walked the block to my class and I sat at the very front of the room because it was closest to the door to the washroom. <laughs> yeah. And I had my head down on my desk the entire time. And like, thank goodness, my teacher wasn't like high school. No. Where they pester you or they call on you or they notice you're not paying attention and they like ratchet out to the entire class or whatever. And they were just, they were kind and they left me alone. <laughs> they didn't ask me any questions. They didn't bring attention to me. <laughs> and at the end of the class, they're like, here's all the paperwork you need for the next month. Here's the link to the slideshow that I showed today that you obviously did not pay attention to <laughs> let me know if you need anything i appreciate that you showed up but you you might as well have just stayed home <laughs> but yeah. i didn't think like because in high school it's like you go or you miss it yeah right i hadn't been in college long enough to realize that you could just email your teacher and they'd probably just forge you the shit you needed yeah because they're like you're all adults yeah you paid to be here if you don't show up whatever yeah. No skin off my back. <laughs> I get paid either way. Yeah. So um, I remembered another Europe drunk mm. story. This one's more fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> I. Because the last one wasn't. No. <laughs> this one, I was in uh, Venice. And at the time. Oh, yeah. So I was 18. Mm -hmm. I went on a tour by myself. Which is crazy. <laughs> All things considered, like you, out of the three of us, are the most yeah. anxiety-ridden. Yep. And I'd say, like, not, like, shy. No. But definitely nervous to try new things on your own. Yep. So, I, props to you, I wouldn't have done this at 18. But anyway. <laughs> so, I'm 18, I'm on this tour group of people I don't know. Um, mm -mm. And... Kantiki! Kantiki! Which... Fun. I loved my time with Kentucky. I, I went on a Kentucky tour too with college. It was yeah, so much fun. It was so much fun. And like, so we get to Venice and at the time, because you can't do this anymore, they gave you um, Prosecco while you were on a gondola. Nice. So each gondola for our tour group got three bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> and I was with two couples who were like, I'll be cute. We'll share the Prosecco. And I was like, fuck it. I'm here alone. I get a whole bottle myself. <laughs> I get a whole bottle of Prosecco to myself. So I proceeded to drink this entire bottle of Prosecco um, in maybe half an hour. Oh, my God. Um, and the tour was amazing. I don't know. I don't know if the <laughs> I don't know if the tour was amazing or if I just felt amazing. Either way, good times all around. Really good times. Stood up, almost fell into the canal. Didn't. But somewhere between getting off the gondola and getting into my hotel room, like we had dinner and stuff, but I somehow I bought a plague doctor mask. Oh yeah. I bought I went into a store in the state that I was and bought a plaster plague that doctor is mask. Huge. It, it's literally like two feet long. How did you get it home? Uh, it was my carry-on. I had to <laughs> I had to carry it in my hands everywhere we went. But the next day I woke up in Rome with the worst hangover I've ever had. Um, and 
there was a plague doctor mask and i just remember being like where did that come from <laughs> just looming over you as you wake up yeah and like then we were in rome and it was like 40 45 degrees it was oh. hot because it was Rome in July. Yeah. I was champagne hungover and we were running because we had one day in Rome. So you were, yeah, booking it to everywhere. Yeah. I feel like you forgot one of the cuter parts of the story. Which is? Which is where you got off the gondola in Venice. Oh, yeah. And someone had to help you. Yeah, the boy from Toronto. Yeah, and he carried you out. <laughs> he carried me out of the gondola. <laughs> He did a really good job of trying to make sure I didn't hit my head on the walls. Good old Toronto boy. He was so sweet. He has a baby now. Oh, damn. Yeah. I used to talk to him. Yeah. We're Facebook friends. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. (laughs) Jason. You're like, thanks for not leaving me in a gondola or letting me fall into the water. Yes. (laughs) Such a sweetie. Aw. That was a good time, though. Uh, And that was the one time that I got really obliterated on that tour too because i feel like i didn't remember anything from venice which is such a waste like of all the places yeah well we have to go back to (laughs) venice sometime because i don't remember anything but i feel like i contributed to them being like no more prosecco on gondolas (laughs) you're the reason that they were like we're not doing this anymore Just one official saw me bumper carring through Venice, and they were like, "We're we're ending that. We shouldn't do this, or maybe just not so much. Maybe not three, three bottles for one gondola, that's and there was crazy. like five gondolas because it was a tour group. Maybe that's why. Maybe your tour group paid for it. Maybe, and then they definitely paid for it afterwards. <laughs> that reminds me of one other really nice dude that we met, though. Oh yeah. Um in where were we scotland i think or was it scotland Island, ireland he was on the irish group yeah because i feel like i had bought that sweater already oh yeah the isle of ireland yeah because <laughs> i was like i gotta one touristy thing and i need a sweater because it's chilly yeah um but we had gone we had gotten on the bus we'd gone to like this first spot where we stopped at like the ocean or the north sea or something mm-hmm And we all, like, rolled up our pants to, like, step into the water and play on the beach or whatever. Yeah. And this guy was from New Zealand. Yeah. And we remember him being, like, seeming tame. Yeah. And, I mean, we were, like... Well, in comparison to the Australians on the tour. And we were, like, you know, young at the time, so everything was, like, cool to us. And he rolls up his pants and his sleeves, and he's just full tattoo from his ankle and wrist up. Yeah, yeah, full body sleeve. Oh, my God. And he was so nice, and he had the cutest accent, and you were like, I like this guy. (laughs) Because I was single. And I was like, we're going to make this happen for you. (laughs) (laughs) This We're going to live vicariously through you, because Janessa and I were both dating someone at the time. Yeah. My person was horrendous. Hers turned out to be her husband. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert, this did not happen. No. It did not happen for me. It didn't. But we tried so hard. He was such a sweetie about it. He was like, listen. (laughs) I think he was much older than us also. But I think he was engaged. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I didn't talk to him that much. But I remember getting back to the hostel that we were going to stay in. And they're like, okay, there's six people to a room. So if you guys want to, like, get groups of six together and then come up and let us know who's going to be with you in your room, and then we'll give you keys, and you guys can sort yourselves out. And I instantly was like, there's three of us, and there's Toby <laughs> and his two friends, yep. <laughs> and we're doing this. And I got us all together, and they're like, the guys were, I feel like they were just like, sure, like, we don't care. They were like, yeah, somewhere whatever. to sleep, whatever. And we get the room, and I remember setting, no, you and I shared a bunk. Yes. And then Janessa shared a bunk with one of the guys, and then two of them on the other which is hilarious that we were sleeping in bunk beds but whatever (laughs) and each room had its own washroom and i remember you and i being in bed later in the evening (laughs) and toby coming out of the shower and us just like both of us were just (laughs) giggling giggling under our blankets which probably did not sell us no we we thought we were so discreet no he came out of the shower and heard (laughs) 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 Oh my god 
that was so funny though yeah oh, what he was such a sweetheart he was sweetie yeah i feel like he felt like more of a big brother yeah yeah <laughs> totally uh but i was really rooting for you yeah i was rooting for me too it's fine it's just too much. It was too much. Too much was happening for me to really commit to flirting <laughs> with a New Zealand guy. On a tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Maybe we'll run into him again one day. <laughs> Maybe he'll hear this podcast and be like, ah, yes, Rhiannon, my my true love. <laughs> <laughs> I must now run to Canada to find her. Yes. Um, what's something new that's going on in your life? That's I mean, besides fun. getting my face cut open. Yes, ghost mouth. Ghost mouth. Oh, yeah. Ghost mouth. Ghost mouth. So, I, two days ago, I had a gum graft. Yeah. Because um, I had thin gums. Thin gums. <laughs> thin gums, like a little old lady. And uh, it was not awesome, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> not the worst thing ever but like i hate needles no yeah and i hate needles in my face <laughs> and you hate needles where you can see them and there's nowhere yes. in your mouth that you can't see the needle going in and i did tell the doctor that i like i do not like needles so if there's ever going to be a moment where one is in my line of sight please tell me so that i can close my eyes yes so i did he was very nice and accommodating <laughs> and he like really like He's really good. He's like, okay, like, here comes the first one. Deep breaths. Yeah. You know. And, uh, but I swear it felt like he was, like, pushing them down into the bottom of my jaw from, like, uh. the top of my teeth. It was awful. But that was the worst part. It was super quick. Um, but he did stick that needle in my face, like, seven times. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, my dental assistant was so cute, though. Oh, my God. She was 21. Yeah. And I was talking to her about, like, how she got started in that and how she decided that this is what she wanted to do. And, like, you know, do you want to be, like, a doctor ever, like, one day doing it? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I think I'm going to, like, pursue my own thing. But in the meantime, like, this is a really good job. And I was like, yeah, I bet it pays a lot. Yeah. Like, I wish I had done this right out of high school. Yeah. Jeez. Um, and, yeah, she was such a sweetheart. She, like, <laughs> held my hand. <laughs> and she was like, you're doing great. <laughs> Just a couple more deep breaths. Don't forget to, like, wiggle your toes or whatever. And I'm just, like, the whole time I'm, like, you're being comforted by, like, a 21-year-old. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you're a grown-up. It's okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was super quick, honestly. The whole thing only took, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And you, you're – I'm calling her ghost mouth mm -hmm. because your graft is a cadaver it's graft. It's a cadaver graft. Yeah. I have someone in my face. Yeah. Um, I feel like it is a man. Yeah. And I, before I said between 40 and 60, I'm thinking closer to 40. Okay, yeah. Early death for this guy. Yeah, rough. Yeah. And I feel like his name starts with a T. Hmm. Mm. Tony. Yeah. Tony, Tommy, Terry. I'm not sure yet. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But. Ghost mouth. Ghost mouth. I feel like he's a good guy. Yeah. I feel like he lived a good life. Well, a short he donated life. parts of his body to help other people. I feel like that's a pretty good yeah. thing. Yeah. I feel like he's a generally good guy in life. Nice. Mm -hmm. We love a good ghost. Good ghost. Good yeah. mouth ghost. Good mouth ghost. So thank you, Tony, Terry, Tommy, whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the gum. Thank you for the gum, for saving my teeth. Yep. Really appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> Hold you dear for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Right here. Right in the front of my mouth. Yep. I made a dentist appointment for probably the first time in like years. I'm really nervous about it. Um, I believe in you. And it's it's just because I've been having mental health struggles. Also, booking an appointment as an adult sucks. It does. Um, I miss the days when my mom made my appointments. Yeah. I've, I've never, before this point, I've never been someone that's been, like, worried about going to the dentist. Mm -hmm. Like, I've gone to the same dentist since I was born, basically. You have great teeth, too. I have nice teeth, mm -hmm. but uh, I have been slacking on the care of my teeth, mm. um, so I'm a little nervous for this appointment. It's like mid-February. I mean, I didn't see my dentist for like 10 years. Yeah? <laughs> ten, years. 10 years. 10 years. Really? Yeah. Those first couple appointments, 
um, kind of sucked, but they weren't terrible. Yeah. They weren't as bad as a needle in my face. <laughs> they weren't as bad as seven needles they in your face. They weren't as bad as seven needles in face. <laughs> so, don't panic. Yeah. But, just, um... Just get it done. Just get know? it done. Just do it. You guys, don't avoid appointments. <sighs> no. Take care of yourself. And, like... Go to the doctor when you need to. Because if you wait, it's just worse. It's very much a case of, like, a stitch in time saves nine. Like, mm. if you go when you're supposed to go and you catch things early, it will cost less in time, so energy, easier. money. It'll be so much easier mm-hmm. on you. And, like, if you just stay in the routine of it, mm-hmm. it's easier to maintain things than it is to get back into things. Yeah. Speaking of which, we got to start getting into the gym. <sighs> Next week. I know. Next week, when your ghost mouth is healed up, we're going to... We'll just do easy things. We'll do some cardio. Yeah. I know. I know. i got to do it. And I know that was, like, not my New Year's resolution goal, but my, like, overall. Yeah. You need to make a start and take care of yourself, because you're now in your 30s, and you don't need to be, like, having major health problems before 40. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I feel the exact same. Like, mm-hmm. we'll be there for each other. <laughs> it's just hard. I know. And I don't want it. <laughs> We're just going to go, like, a couple times a week yeah. to start, just to get into the routine. The hardest part of going to the gym is going to the gym. Yeah, once you're there, it's, it's fine. Great. Yeah. You're like, okay, I guess I'll go on the treadmill or, or the elliptical or... Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. Yeah. But, yeah, the idea of getting ready and going. Ugh. Putting on the leggings, <laughs> driving down there, <laughs> getting in. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> We're making a new routine. We're doing it. It'll be good. It'll be good. And we'll be fit. Yeah. Be great. My ankle will thank me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It will 100%. Yeah. Movement. That's why we should do swimming. I fucking hate swimming. And I don't know why, because it's so good, honestly. You're like, you have problems with your joints because you've broken half of them. Yep. <laughs> and there's metal in there. And it's such, like, a low-impact exercise. I wouldn't mind doing, like, water calisthenics, like those, like, old lady classes that they put you in the water <gasps> and you do, like... Janessa and I did that a few years yeah. ago. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. At first, I was like, I can't believe you signed me up for this. I hate it. And then it was so cute because, like you said, everyone in our, like, class was, like, 50 or over. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> and I think that was, like, before we went on our trip. Yeah. And it was so much fun. I wouldn't mind doing that. I hate just, like, endlessly swimming because I'm not a very good swimmer. That's what the shallow end's for, then. <laughs> but we can do that. We can make our own water routine. Yeah. I'm sure they have classes of, like, water calisthenics. Probably. Yeah. I mean, like, if they're part of the gym, great, because I do not want to pay extra. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm already paying so much for a membership. It better come with a gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll but do that. It'll be nice to go to, like, a bigger one with more options. Yeah, I think that sure. one has, like, a sauna, too, so. That's yeah. definitely exercising. Mm-hmm. It's at the gym. It burns calories. <laughs> Actually? Actually, because you're, like, sweating. Your body's doing stuff, so it burns calories. Well, great. <laughs> Plus, it feels nice afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. No? I liked the one that we went to in Mexico. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. But we also did, like, that that whole, like, what was it, hydrotherapy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I feel like just sitting in a sauna, I, like, panic because I cannot breathe. Oh. Like, if the door's a little open or, like, somebody comes in, it's, like, a breath of fresh air and some relief. But I don't know how people sit in there with the door closed for, like even 10 or 20 minutes really it just gets so steamy and i'm like i feel like i'm drowning oh okay we maybe (laughs) won't hit the sauna then maybe for like a few minutes yeah maybe like five minutes Mm -hmm. yeah we'll do some good cardio and then we'll hit the sauna yeah but yeah i don't know how people stay in there for so long they're like it's so nice and calming and soothing and i'm like i'm sitting there the door hasn't opened for like 10 minutes and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) I am the Small avatar. Deck. 
that was like that's why I think when I went to swimming lessons and when I was younger I so badly wanted to be a lifeguard oh yeah and then I discovered quite quickly that that would never happen when we had all of our exercises in the deep pool and they would like drop those like rings or pucks or whatever yeah and you'd have to dive in and grab them from the bottom and bring them up yeah and I never made it to the bottom no no I panicked I'd panic hard yeah I'd always have to come swim up so I was like well I guess that's not happening it's <laughs> <laughs> too much and that was the first time Stacy had a dream die a dream die your dream to be a lifeguard oh okay excuse me <laughs> I was like what <laughs> yeah it wasn't like a huge dream or anything but no I think that like I had a dream later about dying in the water oh <laughs> I no I was like whoa I <laughs> got intense I mean I have had that but <laughs> yes my my dreams are always like my teeth are falling out and then regrowing and then falling out and my mouth is just full of teeth and it's just pouring out Jesus Christ yeah I've had one dream about my teeth falling out really and I remember telling you about it and you telling me that it's like supposedly like stress related yeah yeah and I I remember yeah like my teeth falling out and it like in pieces and there was just so many pieces like there was no way I had that many teeth in my mouth yeah mm -hmm. yeah not great no it was really weird. <laughs> Don't love that. No. Glad I've only had one. I had one recently where I was holding a baby and the baby liked to be held tightly and I could not hold this baby tightly enough for it to stop crying. That's super. Yeah, I was like, I woke up stressed. I was like, why can't I do this? Yeah, because I didn't want to crush it, obviously, because mm -hmm. it's a baby, but it was... You were like, what do you want? It was like tighter, tighter, tighter. And I was like, I can't. Just put the baby down and run. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's how you take care of babies. No, thank you. <laughs> you just, no. No. <laughs> that wouldn't be awesome. No. No. I think, though, like I have had a couple dreams where I've died in the dream. Oh, really? And not instantly woken up. Really? Yeah. And I love, I remember the first time I had one, I was like, when I woke up, I was in a panic because everyone's always like, oh, if you die in a dream, you die in real life. <laughs> Obviously, it's not true. No. But, um, yeah, I died and I didn't wake up. And I just laid there, like, looking at my body in my dream. And it was so calm. Really? Yeah. Like, I thought it would be, like, this big panic. And it's not even that I was, like, struggling with anything in real life. Like, I didn't want to die. Yeah. But it was just, it was just like, oh, it just happened. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. So it just was. Oh. Yeah. That's kind of nice. It was kind of nice. Like, in an eerie way. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, like, it's just, you don't have any worries anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was the oddest sensation. I that, think this only happened twice. That's kind of cool, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know, like, what, like, in your body, like, causes it or brings it on. Because it was just, like, I don't know if it was, like, my mind being, like, you need to relax about things. So we're just going to take away all your responsibilities and your worries. And nothing matters anymore. <laughs> nothing matters anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of nice, though. Yeah. I, I thought it'd be, like, so much more scary or worrisome and it was just just puts well, things in perspective i guess yeah it really does yeah it, it was like oddly soothing oh <laughs> just not to have a concern in the world <laughs> that's kind of nice and i i i like that for my career like i like that it seems like maybe people headed towards that would also feel kind of calm mm -hmm. about it in real life yeah yeah Cause you're just like that's it there's nothing else you can do no there's no point in worrying no nothing you can change just, just let it go yeah <laughs> it's very relaxing <laughs> highly recommend <laughs> dying in your dreams 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 <laughs> well on that note uh, I think that's a pretty natural place to wrap it things. up <laughs> Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in again. 
yeah we've episode had, five yeah and we've had so many more downloads than i expected yeah we had like 20 downloads yesterday it was crazy it's awesome i honestly we started this and i thought we would have like 10 or 20 listeners overall yeah <laughs> over like the course of a few months we have 80 individual downloads so we might be doing that prosecco pong sooner than we thought we might do yeah yeah it's kind of awesome yeah <laughs> i okay. i think it's super neat that people like listening to us mm-hmm. yeah i was worried that it would be the exact opposite so... <laughs> <laughs> we're killing it <laughs> we're killing it doing so good yeah yeah but yeah, thanks for uh, listening to episode five, and we should be back to regularly recording. No holidays, no sicknesses, knock yeah. on wood. And uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Bye.